Broadcasting from the wine country in California, this is the Kick-Ass Relationship Show, where intimate secrets and modern advice for couples is shared to elevate your relationship to live sexier, happier, and have way more fun. We believe success in life is better when mixed with excitement and love. And now, here's your kick-ass relationship coach and best-selling author, Midori Verity. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to another episode. And I am really interested in the topic that we're talking about today. And anyone who is a parent, anyone who is married or is in a strong rela- or even in just any kind of relationship, this is going to be of interest to you because I know we all go through this. Do you ever feel like you need to be a super parent? You need to volunteer and help with homework and make brownies and coach and then also work on top of that? Do you ever feel like maybe you may be losing your mind? I know when my kids were younger, I actually left my child at home by accident when he was five because I had to go volunteer at school and I happened to have forgotten him. So if you have ever had those moments or those feelings of overwhelm, you want to be here for this episode because my guest is a mom who has had a ton of experience. I believe she has four kids. She homeschools, she has a baby, and she writes a blog, a beautiful blog. And so anyway, she's going to help us learn how to relieve some of that stress, laugh a little more, and have way more fun while we are going through this. So you want to be here with me. But before that, as always, we are going to start with my three minutes to thrive. And today we are talking about becoming, understanding behavior for behavioral types to help us with our communication. And what we are talking about is something called the DISC, D-I-S-C. It's a behavioral assessment. And I'm just going to make it stupid simple for you guys and just give you kind of a cliff, the cliff notes of it so that it helps you understand when people behave a certain way, you understand how to react to them better and probably have a lot more success when you are communicating with this type of person. So let's run down it really quick. The first one is the, it's called D, and that is for dominant behavior. So this is the person who tends to be always the leader. They have a strong, powerful personality, and basically they want to be the the boss, the leader. And what happens is when you come in or someone comes in and they take away that power from this person who wants to be the dominant person, they get really upset. They don't like that. They're very uncomfortable. So if you happen to be married to a person like this or working with someone like this, allow them to be the boss or to feel like they have a sense of of being the boss. So when you are communicating with them, make sure your language, the way that you're phrasing it is allowing them to make the decision. Although maybe you're planting the seeds for them. Make sense. Okay. The next part is the I, and that is the influencer. This is the social butterfly. That's how you can tell who this is. They are the social butterfly and they want to be the person who's always invited to the party. If they're not invited to a party, they're super unhappy. So it is important for them to always have 
friends and family around. They want to go out. They want to enjoy life. If you are the type of person who that doesn't come naturally for you, if you are married to this person, you're probably going to have to acquiesce a bit with this person so that they stay happy and engaged with you. The next type is the S. So we've gone over the D, the I, and now we're at the S. This person is known as the steadiness person. They are great team players. They are a great support system. They are better at being in the background. They don't want to be um, in the limelight as much as the D's and the I's. But for this person, it is very, very important to have, to know what's coming. They want to have a schedule. They want to know what to expect. So let's say your life happens and all of a sudden there's a change in career or you're moving or your house got burnt down, just like so many in Northern California. When this happens, this causes a lot of chaos in their minds and they will not, they'll have a hard time responding. So you just need to be aware of that and help create more of a flow for them, something that's expected. Okay, so the next part is, the last section of this is the C type of personality. This is the compliance. This is the person who's always the rule follower. They will be probably the most quiet out of the four different personality types. And they want to kind of be in the background. They are the one that will have a couple really close friends, but they don't need a lot of friends. They are the type of person when you are communicating with them, you're going to have to ask them a lot of questions because it's not natural for them just to open up and be honest and not be honest, but, but to share their feelings. So when you're communicating with someone who is this type of personality, they tend to be more conservative. They may be quieter. They're the person in the background you're going to need to ask them a lot of questions and keep digging to get them to open up a bit. They finally will, but it's going to take some work. So that is what you want to be aware of. So I hope that that helps. That is called the DISC assessment. And if you are interested and you want to get more information on that, feel free to reach out to me and I will um, be happy to give you some more information because there's a lot to it. We just basically just kind of scratched the surface. So you can always email, email me at Midori at MidoriVerity.com and I will be happy to give you more information on that whole concept because there is a lot to understand and it will help you with all your relationships. So without further ado, we are going to bring on my guest and I am very, very excited about her. Her name is Amy Burris and she is the inspired housewife and professional blogger. She believes we can use our mess to be our message and our pain to, be our, to become our power. Amy shares inspirations from motherhood to marriage. Welcome to the show, Amy. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. Yeah, I am so excited to see you here. I have been checking out Amy a bit and learning a little bit more about her, and she has a lot to share. And obviously, from just what I told you a little bit about her, she does it all. And we're going to find out how she does it and how she does it with a smile. So Amy, before we get too much into that, will you share kind of your brief story? Tell us, tell us how you became known as the Inspired Housewife and, and why you wanted to even start a blog. 
Well, honestly, it started five years ago. I had just had our third baby, and I told my husband that I really just wanted a place to put my thoughts. And it was just supposed to be something that was just going to be like a little blog where you put stuff for your family. We have a son who has a rare um, skin and endocrine disorder, and a lot of people kept coming to me and asking me. And so I decided to put all the emails that I had from family up on the blog as well. So it really was just like this mismatch of stuff. And I came up with the name because I only tend to share stuff when I'm inspired. Uh, and so, and I was a housewife, so I figured, hey, why not? Inspired housewife. So that's sort of where the name came about. And I really was not planning to do anything with it other than here and there. But once I started sharing, I realized that people really liked what I shared. I really liked sharing with people. And so that's, that's like the story. That's how it got started. Okay, so tell us a little bit more about you because there's so much. I just kept on reading it back and I was like, what? Are you kidding? So one, you have, you have four kids, is that right? I do. I have four children. I have Tristan, who is almost 11. Uh, he, uh, he is a lot of work. He's on the spectrum with autism, but an amazing boy. Um, then we have Kira, who's eight, Ayla, who's almost six, and she's the one that has the wild, crazy blonde hair that everybody thought she has uncombable hair syndrome. We actually had her tested, and they, it was inconclusive because her hair was so, like, clear, they couldn't tell. So we actually need to get it retested because she actually may have that. Um, and then we have our youngest, which was a complete surprise. We thought we were done, and no, five years later, Tariel came. So she's a year. Oh my gosh. Okay. And you, ha you homeschool how many of these children? Well, I actually quit homeschooling this okay. year, but I did homeschool for two years, but then we moved and we were in a, we're in a really good school district. And so I decided to not have them homeschool this year. So, but I just quit that. So, okay. So you went through it and you were, you had a baby when you were going through it. Yes, I did. And I would not recommend that. <laughs> I can't even imagine. I want to open a glass of wine at 8 a.m. <laughs> and just start there. I mean, it's 5 o'clock somewhere, but yeah. Totally. I'm with you. I'm with you. Okay, so not only that, you have a husband who's in the military. Yes, I'm married to Michael. We've been married almost 18 years as of January. And I met him when he was in vet school, veterinary medical school, on a scholarship with the Army. And then a year and a half later, after we got married, he went active duty. And so we've been everywhere from Texas, Maine, Michigan, Germany, I'm trying to think, Maryland, North Carolina. Plus, we've moved like four times to Maryland. So with yeah, this kid. his last station, though, he's already at 20 years. And so he only owes a couple more. Okay, so now we want to get into the nitty gritty because listening to you talk and knowing that you have a blog, I can tell that you put a lot of work into your blog because it's so beautiful and it's well laid out and it's well, you know, you can tell that you put some time into it. So how do you do all this? How do you do all this without losing your mind and just being drunk all the time? Well, I'm a hot mess. First of all, <laughs> I don't claim to do it all perfectly. If I could take my camera around my house it would look like a dumpster had dumped over because my kids, the minute, I don't know, you have kids, 
you can clean it and 30 seconds later it looks like a tornado went through and so sometimes when I decide I want to work more on my blog or my um, confidence makeup business that I have then I totally will not do homework, housework something's got to give and so then the house will get dirty you can't do it all and you can't do it all well if you're trying to do it all so I will say I I'm a perfectionist, so it's hard for me not to do it all well, but I'm human, mm -hmm. and uh, yeah, so I'm, I don't claim to do it all well. I am a hot mess. Okay, so I want you all to absorb that a little bit, because what she said was, you can't do it all, and so many of my clients, so many people who come to me are just like, you know, Amy said it, I'm a hot mess. They feel like they're a hot mess and they feel like it's not okay. And so Amy's doing it all. And that's what I love that you shared with us is that, yeah, you, you, something has to give and the home and the cleanliness and all of that, it's okay. It's okay to kind of let that slide a bit. And then what other kind of tips, Amy, do you have that, that work for you? Well, uh, one of the things that I love talking about, which I think is how you found me, was um, on Sundays I talk about marriage. I think after being married 18 years, being in the military, having a special needs child, uh, like they say that 50% of marriages end in divorce with military marriages. Then you add on, it's like 80% for special needs. And so we've had a lot stacked up against us, but we're still fighters and we're still here. And so a lot of my videos that I've done that have had a lot of people really interested have been my marriage ones. Uh, my other ones are like my confidence building ones because that is really my passion because I, I grew up um, when I was younger, I unfortunately was part of the Me Too campaign. Mm. And so I was sexually abused when I was little and I realized, especially now that I'm getting into my 40s, that a lot of that has affected me and the way I cope and the way I think and the way I've mothered and the way I've been married and my sex life and all of that. And so my passion is really for helping women learn that it's okay to be confident, that it's okay to find that side of them that maybe they're afraid to show like their sexy vixen side or, you know, whatever it may be. But for me, I had a lot of issues on up until recently with confidence and I have figured out how to be confident and so I want other women because I've had so many women reach out to me and say you know I'm just really struggling I feel like because I don't have dinner on the table at five o'clock I'm not enough or because you know my child you know can't do all the soccer and the dance and the piano I'm not enough and I think the problem is is that society kind of tells us we're not enough. You go to the grocery store, you see all the airbrushed models and all the lose 10 pounds. And, you know, my attitude is, is you have to look in the mirror and yeah, maybe you have an extra 10 pounds. Maybe you have stretch marks from having a baby. Maybe you nursed for six years and you have saggy breasts, whatever it is. You got to look in the mirror and realize you're just a shell. What really matters is the inside. And so that is really my passion is to become a warrior Oh, I love that. I, I love that. 
And so I'm hoping, Amy, that you can share some tips with us of how to build up that confidence. Because when you're in the heat of it, when you're raising those kids, and let me just tell you, because it's easier for me to talk about this now, because I've already gone through it. I have my kids who um, are all grown up, you know, one's in college, one already graduated. And so I'm at a different stage. And I look back at all the stress that I went through. You know, I've always had a full-time company and done all of this stuff. And I wish that someone would have said to me, it's okay. You can relax. You don't have to be perfect. Dinner doesn't need to be on the table all the time. And it's okay to do fast food once in a while. And, you know, and just kind of giving us a freaking break because it's hard and it's, and we do have a ton of pressure on us and which makes it makes us feel worse. This is one of my most favorite times of the entire show. It is time for simple success tips with Swami, the intuition guru. And we have been learning so much from Swami each week. But today we are going to be talking about the secrets to knowing your inner GPS. Okay, so Swami, what is that? And why do we care? Our inner GPS is our inner truth, our inner guide. You know, we, we go to mentors and coaches. Well, we have one inside of us and it's in our heart. It's in our intuition. It's in our gut. And if we have an issue in life, if let's say our spouse does something and we're blaming them in our heads, oh, they did this. I can't do this because of them or they're making me do this. If we just say, okay, time out, take a breath. Let me check with my heart. Let me check with my inner guide. What does my heart tell me? And if we listen to what our heart tells us, it allows us to do the thing that makes us happy. It might say, I'd want to do this, or I want to, don't want to do that, but we listen to the heart. And then suddenly we're not resentful. It wasn't the external situation or that person that we're blaming. It was really we're upset with us because we didn't listen to our hearts. And the solution is simple. Listen to our hearts. It overrides the logical mind and we're happy, whatever the outcome is. And I love that, Swami. I just have to reflect on that a little bit because I know when I use my heart to respond to people, I never regret it. When I use my brain and I react with anger, frustration, blame, I later often, most probably 99% of the time, I look back and I'm like, ah, darn it. That was, that was, I don't feel good about that. I believe what you're talking about. Is that yeah. right? There was a movie made called Sleepless in Seattle. I think most people are aware of that wonderful romantic comedy. And Tom Hanks' character had this really acidic way of saying hurtful things to people just like that. And Meg Ryan's character said once, I wish I could do that. And one day she did, and she felt horrible. That's she it. being kind, and she hurt somebody just without thinking. And she says, oh, I don't like that. Yeah, good reminder. Yeah. Awesome. If you are enjoying and getting value out of these simple success tips with Swami and you would like to meet Swami and myself, because we know that we would love to meet you. We are putting together one of the most groundbreaking approaches to your relationship, to developing a more thriving relationship, which is what I'm all about. No one else has ever done this before. It is based on positivity and fun and excitement. It is going to be one of the most impactful weekends you have ever had. It is going to change the way your relationship is and the future and the lifestyle that you have right now is going to shift that and design your life the way that you want it to be. So it is coming up. And if you would like more information, just 
simply send me an email, midori at midoriverity.com. And I will send that to you. And Swami and I cannot wait to meet those of you who are listening and just to give you a big fat hug. So Amy, can you share three tips with, with our listeners on ways to build up our confidence? Well, yeah, I think definitely number one is your mindset. Number one, you got to get your mindset right because your mindset is everything. Your mindset can kill you or make you and in any kind of situation. And so you've got to just get to the point in your mindset that you are enough. Like they talk about manifesting. It's a big thing that's going on now. You know, some people think it's voodoo, but I don't. It is true what you focus on, what you talk about, what you tell yourself is what you will believe. And so if you manifest, it might be just putting a sticky note on your kitchen, you know, counter or your, I would say like microwave or places where you're getting ready in the morning that says, I'm enough. I'm a good mother. I'm a good wife. I, you know, money freely comes to me or whatever. Whatever it may be that you're struggling with, do that. So number one is your mindset. Number two for me is definitely don't feel like you have to do it all. That's why we have Instapots, okay? You put it in and dinner will be ready whenever. <laughs> or that's sometimes why. Uh, there is a drive-through. I am not a fan of fast food. I really don't like it. But some days, to save your sanity, a French fry and a, and a burger is not going to kill your child. It might actually help them. And if you go grocery shopping, there is nothing wrong with calling the pizza delivery guy, even if you have a house full of food. <laughs> <laughs> I've done that before. You go grocery shopping, you have all this food, and you're too tired to make it. <laughs> totally. And so then my third tip uh, for building confidence is to surround yourself with people that have the mindset you want. So it doesn't have to be like you have to be best friends with Oprah. Maybe you find a podcast or a radio show like yourself and you start listening to people who have the mindset you want to be. You start hanging around people in your life that you want to be around. And when you do that and you do these other two and three things, things are going to start changing in your life, but you have to be open to it. I absolutely agree with you. And I've seen so many lives change because of those three things that you mentioned. Those are huge tools. So for those of you who are listening, who might just be thinking, yeah, huh. You've heard it so many times on here, that whole mindset. And Amy, you, you made it really simple. You just put little stickies around and read them a couple of days, a couple of times a day, and you will start to feel, all of a sudden you'll be like, oh, huh, I am more positive now. Or um, it just changes that recording in your brain that we have. We all have it. We all have it. And when those things aren't serving you anymore, when those thoughts and those beliefs that you have about yourself or about your life aren't serving you anymore, you can replace it with sticky notes, just like Amy said, just little sticky notes and read them constantly. And I just want to add something to that, Amy, and I don't know if you've heard this before, but I'm, I, I am such a manifester and I so strongly believe in, in um, the power of our mind. But another little tool to add on to that to make it even more powerful is when you're reading them, it's helpful to do it in a mirror. 
and to use your hands and get super active as you're saying it. So what I think, Amy, you said, um, I am enough. I am a fabulous mom. And just yes. say it with emotion. And there's something that happens psychologically, and it really does um, solidify this new belief system in your head. And it doesn't take that long. I think they say 21 days. Yeah, definitely. And they say you should do it morning as you wake up and at night before you go to bed. Super true. So yeah, I hope you guys wrote those, those tips down because those are awesome. Okay. So Amy, one last question for you. If you could go back to your 20 year old self, what would you tell you? What would you advise to yourself or what would you tell yourself? I would probably tell myself that you don't have to be perfect, that stop being a pleaser and start pleasing yourself because nobody is going to make you happy but you. And if you don't try to make who you are happy, then you're never going to be fulfilled in life and you are never going to really be walking your truth, speaking your truth and living it. And if you're not doing that, then really you're just, oh, what's the word? You're just maintaining in life. And that is no way to live. Agreed. I love it. Okay. So Amy, if people want to find out more about you and I really want them to check out your blog, where can they go? They can go to inspiredhousewife.com. I also have a little freebie. for you, by the way, too. I know we didn't talk about marriage, but I do have a video that did really well and got a lot of attention from people and women said it was good. And it's my top 10 tips for marriage, how to fight fair. And so if people put in inspiredhousewife.com forward slash Midori slash Verity, you can get my top 10 tips. Awesome. And of course that will be on our website. So if you didn't know where that dash is or you don't know how to spell my name, just go to my website and um, look up Amy's interview, which will be under the kick-ass relationship show. And that's where all those links will be. What was that? I'm on Instagram and I'm on Facebook. And of course, if you are a Pinterest mom, I am on Pinterest too, because I like to pin things but I'm not a Pinterest doer because I like to pin them and I never have time to do them. (laughs) (laughs) That's, that's a story of our lives and it's going to be that way for a while. I feel like, but no, Amy, thank you so much for these tips and for sharing the reality of what it's like sometimes in when you're raising kids and things, it does get messy and it's okay to be imperfect and use that to become more powerful. So I love that your belief system and what you say, So thank you. Thank you. And next week, you guys, we have another great guest, Mr. Robert Clancy, and he just released a book called The Soul Ciphers, Decoding a Life of Hope and Happiness. This guy is a powerhouse. He is unbelievable, but he's going to talk all about finding personal peace, healing your soul, guiding you out of depression toward a fulfilled, peace-filled life. I can't wait to share him with you guys. And it goes along with your your interview, Amy. It's kind of like the follow-up to it. So I hope you all will be back here with us. And as always, I want to send you off with a little gratitude attitude. Remember to tell those you love and those that you don't so much love 
one thing every single day of what you are grateful for in them and what they bring to your life so that your relationships can blossom and you can feel positive and good just like Amy talked about and have a fabulous week until next time. Have a good one. Thanks for being here with us. Thanks for listening to the Kick-Ass Relationship Show with Midori Verity. We hope you've enjoyed the show and want to share the love by passing on our web address, midoriverity.com forward slash show to your friends and colleagues. Be sure to check out our archive section on our website for previous shows. This has been a Midori Verity International Production. Join us next time on the Kick-Ass Relationship Show to add passion and fun to enjoy the most extraordinary relationship and life.